welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Global Milk International. Global Milk, now have it with your bangers and mash mates. Global Milk, a subsidiary of Red Pantheon Productions. Welcome everybody to episode 54 of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. We are back from vacation. How's everybody doing? Pretty good. <laughs> 54 is magic number. That is total orgasms head in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Count, I miss you. Uh, things, are going, things are going pretty good here. It was, uh, it's been a, been a good day. I heard you bought some Legos. I, I did indeed. Uh, also, just in general, like we... Full plan for today was to wake up, get coffee and donuts, go to the Lego store, and then go to the pool. See, I thought you were going to say grab your brush and put a little makeup. Yeah, I totally uh, we, went to I'm not saying we didn't do that. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was, you know, more implied. So. Ah, gotcha. Oh. And I got to have Krispy Kreme on vacation. Oh, which isn't around in western new york and i forgot how fucking good krispy kreme was yeah and i only ever had that once they give you a free donut if you ask like those legends are true yeah and uh eating like let me just tell you this eating like four krispy creams and then going on a long car ride real bad idea oh yeah <laughs> that, that does not sound like i i do i have a soft spot for krispy kreme um, mainly because I really do love like walking in and getting a hot, fresh, free donut. Yeah, I mean, uh, how can you not? And and there is there's something very special about them, but I also consider them kind of like the worst junk food of donuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean that in the best, most loving way because I do like them. But those are not donuts you want to eat a few. Like those are donuts. I eat a few of, and I'm just like, oh, no, I shouldn't have eaten a few donuts. You guys have never <laughs> eat something where it's like an hour later you're in the bathroom and you're, like, crying while you shit and you're begging to God. <laughs> like, I'll never do it again. Please just make it stop. But then in the back of your head, like, I would totally eat this again. Yo, Colosso this taco. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, this was a, uh, you know, like, explosive Chipotle level shits from... I had two glazed donuts, uh, a cookies and cream donut that had, like, I think what it got me is the cream was, like, really dairy-based, mm-hmm. that had uh, Oreo crumbs on top and then, like, a cookies and cream filling, uh, half of a birthday cake one that was full of frosting, and then an orange cream one that had, like, an orange cream in it. Oh, mm-hmm. God, those sound amazing and terrible and, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and it was just, like, I was fucking scratching the walls like a werewolf. Like hold on to shit, but it was worth it. <laughs> so. Well, see, our original plan this morning, which very often when we go to the Lego store, uh, because it is release day, uh, we, or we most often go on release day, I should say, 
which uh, if you've ever been to the Lego store on new release day, it there is almost always a line. And people, people uh, go a little nutty when they get in there. And when I say <laughs> go a little nutty, like I've, I have absolutely seen people go in and buy like three of the new largest set being released that day. All right. So I get the collector mindset of one to open, one to keep well, in the, the box. What's the second one for, for like customization? Well, uh, yeah, no. See, with, with Lego collectors, they're buying three to open and make a massive version of the set. Got it. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, like it's – and I, I, I wish I was exaggerating when I say uh, – I don't think I've ever been to a a Lego release day where I see anyone spending under fifty dollars. It's like minimum. You go to Lego store opening uh, on a release day, you're spending like fifty bucks. Mm. Anyway, hey, that you all... know what? Thank you for your reward system, Lego store, and thank you oh for my freebies. God. It's so their reward system is one of the best. They reward uh, you for like not paying your mortgage and getting Legos instead. It's, (laughs) I mean, you guys remember at, at the peak of the rewards are us, how good it was. Mm -hmm. Oh God, that was the best Lego VIP is better. I think the only reward system other than Bezos bucks, which I think is probably the best, Mm. uh, was the media play. Um, Oh, replay replay. Oh man. I got great. Shit, uh, but GameStop is okay, but you really gotta like game the system. But the uh, the greater point I was trying to make was the like the entire plan was to knowing that there was going to be a line. Uh, we normally show up and Ruth and I kind of talk amongst ourselves and just scowl at other people and we're like they're gonna get our Lego sets. <laughs> <laughs> like if if those if they go in there and take the last Lego set, we'll punch them. <laughs> and getting my Legos. Uh, go in there and punch a child. And you know, we'll we'll you know we won't we're not really serious about it, but we'll we'll stand there and you know just basically keep to ourselves. And my big plan today was like, okay, you know what? Let's change that. Let's get there early with a dozen donuts and just like share donuts with people in line and make friends. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. And. I like triple checked all the info on what time the mall opened and what time the Lego store opened. Every place I checked, including the official mall website and the official Lego website, their Facebook pages, everything said mall opens at 10 Lego store at 11. So we plan to get there right at 10, which thank God we did. We get there right at 10, walk into the mall with our dozen donuts Turn the corner, expecting a line. Lego store's already open. No line Motherfucker. at Motherfucker. No line at all. So my my plan to actually, like, go there and be nice and try and make friends with people was just like, oh, okay, well, dozen donuts for the Lego store employees. <laughs> and I Did just, you get I, what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I had just found one of the employees, like, as soon as we walked in, I was like, excuse me, um, this this donut these donuts are for you guys. You always handle opening or release days incredibly well, and everyone here is super friendly. So 
thank you. Have some donuts. That was super cool, dude. That's and, awesome. And she like she got really wide and she was like, "Oh my god, are you serious? Thank you so much." And like if again, if you've ever seen Lego Store on on release day, nine times out of ten, not only are the workers there super super friendly, super on point, and and they're just like worker bees. Yeah, going in and out of the back, pulling out stock consistently to make sure everyone has what they want. Uh, they're always genuinely apologetic if you like if you're looking for something and it's sold out. Uh, and they will like look and see if they're getting more in, if they have any idea. Uh, they're they are some of the best retail employees I've ever encountered, honestly. <laughs> so. And- and that's the thing, like, if you've ever worked retail, which I know all three of us have, you know, and someone is, like, a customer is cool with you, like, it, it means a lot. Because <laughs> most customers are dicks. And most of the time, I, I I, don't think I've, granted, I've seen people at the Lego store where I've been like, that guy's probably a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but also... I don't think I've ever seen a truly bad experience at the, at the release days, other than maybe someone not getting what they wanted. And even still, they're just like, Oh, we didn't get it. We'll get it later. Mm-hmm. Cool. So it's, it's always, it's always a positive experience, even if it is a little stressful. Cause you know, if you're waiting in that line and you see people walking out with the set you're after, there's always that, there's always that FOMO. All right fucking hate just any situation where it's like oh, i'm gonna go get this toy and then it's like whoever has it and they're walking past you and you're like motherfucker yep mm-hmm. um did ruth get anything yes and no so once once we got in there uh i you know i was pointing things out and i think she was probably a little overwhelmed which is understandable yeah uh, the Lego store in itself is overwhelming. I even even when I walk in and like I know what I'm after, I'm still just like, oh, all the pretty bricks. <laughs> uh, and there were a few things that she looked at and uh, expressed some interest in, but finally, uh, what it came down to was I picked out there. There were a few things there that piqued my interest, so I was just like. Yeah, I want that smaller, smaller set of, uh, it's a new Lego postcard series. Okay. And they're like, I don't know if, did you guys saw the Lego Starry Starry Night, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're similar to that in that if you're looking straight on, it just kind of looks like a postcard. Okay. But they're 3D and built out, so they're almost like a little diorama. Um, they had three specifically. They had uh, London, Paris, and New York. And obviously I was like, well, I'm going to get the New York one. That's pretty cool. Um, I will send you guys a picture of it in a, in a bit here. I uh, also got a, they have a new Lego store exclusive Lego store set. And I don't know why, but I'm a sucker for those because they always come with exclusive printed bricks of uh, Lego sets meant to represent like boxed lego sets okay but they're always mini prints of like sets from the current year 
So I'm I'm always kind of like, yeah, I want that new Lego store set. Uh, so I, I grabbed that when, honestly, I'll probably, probably hand that to Ruth and be like, you should build this. But the gift with purchase, uh, is because they're, the big point of today's release more than anything was they came out with Lego 90th anniversary sets. Okay. Uh, they released a Lego space themed, uh, the, an update of the original Galaxy Explorer. Nice. Cool. Uh, and they also released a new full giant castle. Uh, nice. And considering a lot of people were going in for the castle, the gift with purchase is a Lego castle series. Like, And it even looks like an old Lego box. Uh, is a Lego fortress hideout, mm-hmm. which looks like the old Lego knight castle theme from like the 80s and 90s. Uh, and, it, and pretty much as soon as Ruth saw it, she was like, that, I'm building that. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that, and I thought that was like, oh, man, I love those. Yeah. it's I'm, I'm really, like, it's, I didn't think that the Lego packaging itself would have such a nostalgic reaction for me, but I, as soon as I saw it, it was just like, holy shit, that's my childhood. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my long Lego ramble for you. Mike, how are you doing? What's new and exciting in Alvarez Town? <laughs> well, not not too much new and exciting. Just work, work, and more work. Um, are we? Do we want to just keep rolling with the show and tell? Or uh, no, I think Josh was just really excited and wanted to share. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I I also have way too many things for show and tell that I'm going to blast through. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So do I. You guys know what I got, so it's going to take me a while. Yeah, I think we all because well we have two weeks of show and tell. So yeah, there, there's definitely uh definitely some uh some backlog, but uh, but no as far as uh, everything else going like it's just you know lots of lots of work lately. Uh, we're still down a person, so trying to make that work. <laughs> that, man, that blows. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just desperately waiting for October when I can get a vacation. I think I'm gonna hold off my vacation time until November for no specific reason. Yeah, no reason. Um, well, I'm hoping to push part of mine into November, but you know. I want but a hey, vacation. Oh yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say something you'd have to edit out anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want a vacation. I will talk about it later in the show, but I'll say this: my long-standing tradition, my. Um, superstition that if you don't buy an action figure on vacation your vacation was cursed has been broken because i couldn't find a fucking action figure to save my life uh where we went we went to uh pennsylvania and both places that we stayed we didn't realize when we got the tickets that they weren't in the best of neighborhoods uh, so we went to the Crayola experience, which is like this giant interactive Crayola indoor park for kids where it's like everything is crayon related. Um, and then Hershey Park, which is like an hour and a half away. And both places, the travel agent website was like, stay at this hotel. It's great ratings. And it's a little bit cheaper. Not realizing that it's like, this is the sketchy part of town. <laughs> and my plan was it's like okay everybody's getting sleepy i'm just gonna go for a walk 
and then I was going to scoot over to like the nearest Target or Walmart or whatever. And um, the first night, my father-in-law left his lighter behind. And uh, my father-in-law is a man who enjoys the smoke, mm-hmm. the, uh, the devil's lettuce, Beelzebub's broccoli, etc. And he kind of needed it. And he was like, hey, do you have a lighter? And I was like, you just gave me an excuse to go to the store. And the Walmart I went to had nothing. Like, jack shit. They had, like, two feet of action figures. It was, like, getting punched in the stomach. So they had, like, <laughs> Roblox. And I was like, I'm not going to waste my money on the first night of Roblox. I'll find something better later. The next time I have a chance, this is another Walmart. And this is in a super sketchy Walmart. And my daughter and my wife want to come along. And I get immediately, like, I'm not stopping. We're going to get our stuff and go. Because there's, like, teenagers playing basketball and, like, riding bicycles throughout the store. And it looked like an 80s post-apocalyptic action film. (laughs) You know, I felt like I was a demolition man. So I was like, nah, you know what? I'm good. (laughs) Nice. The day after that, we But in my experience, those are the best Walmarts for toy hunting. Oh, there was great stuff in there. I know it. But it's like, (laughs) I could not stay with my daughter. It was yeah, that's fair. Um, we went to a Disney outlet store after that, the next day. And again, nothing. And at that point, I was just like, fuck this. I'll get something when I get home. Um, which is what I did. Like, the minute we got home, I was like, I got to go do work stuff. And then I ran to FYE, and I picked up almost the entire wave of Godzilla reaction figures. Um, not quite on vacation, but I guess close enough. Do you guys want to jump right into show and tell? Oh, sure. Actually, let's do the plugs. I always forget the plugs. This week's Mike forgot to mention them. Plugs, plugs. Brought to you by <laughs> Jerry's Closet. Come on down and visit Jerry's Closet and buy stuff. Because Sam needs you to buy stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff. stuff buy stuff. it! Um, Mike, what's coming up on Boogeyman's? Escape uh, from New York? Escape from New York landed today. And next up will be Death Wish from 1974. Uh, definitely an interesting flick. I haven't watched it in years, and, and most of what I was remembering was from the sequels. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. I love Death Wish, and I love the sequels even more. Oh, yeah. You know, it's um, funny. The same could be said for the Escape movie. <laughs> this is true. This is true, because a, uh, a lot of that we did forget, too. <laughs> um, Raised by Rentals, what's going on there? Uh, well, we just recorded um, an episode that'll be coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, I believe our next one that's dropping is our summer school sequel. Oh, so the the Dave and Chainsaw Massacre. Nice. Um, <laughs> Heretic Party is always releasing new episodes. They had a He-Man centered episode, and I'm a little upset they didn't give us a call. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think they listened to the show, so they may not be sure. Uh, we have So It's Come to This, a great Simpsons podcast that you'd be ashamed of yourself if you weren't checking it out. Um, so those are the plugs this week. Let's jump into Show and Tell, brought to you by Dawn's Angry Scowl. Dawn, she's mad all the time. And I'm mentioning her now because I might forget her later. Um, so early last week, I've got two of my oldest, bestest friends, Doug and Apollo, are moving to Arizona and they don't have room for all of their nerd stuff. And they previously donated an awesome giant box of vintage He-Man stuff to me. And they gave me a call and they said, Hey, you want to look at more stuff? 
So I came down and ended up coming home with a giant box of Jurassic Park toys, another giant box of Dino Riders, uh, complete like three series of Marvel trading cards, uh, and then several boxes of just miscellaneous awesome stuff, Transformers, crash test dummies, just odds and ends of cool shit. Lots of it. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Dino Riders, I thought, like, I was sitting on gold. Apparently people don't like them that much. Uh, That's which, insane. That is insane to me. It's just very weird. I think it's the people don't want to pay the shipping for, like, a giant brontosaurus. I guess. Yeah. They're fucking it's, weird. They're fucking cool. Um, I want to keep them, but I have nowhere to put them. Because some of them are super tiny and some of them are gigantic. Uh, the real money, though, is Jurassic Park toys. Those are fucking crazy. What people are willing to pay for dinosaurs. Which, hey. Um, and again, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep them or not because they're cool. Uh, other than that, I ordered a ton of stuff from San Diego Comic-Con. I think you guys are going to be with me and then we all got something. Um, yep. But my Super 7 order showed up and I got the glow-in-the-dark worst figures with the vintage Remco style card back of like the black and white newspaper. Yeah. Or the glow in the white fig glow dark figures. I got that. I got the new toxic Avenger. That was like a collab with brain damage studios. Um, and I thought it would just be like a regular release, but it's in like a, its own special protective bubble and it's toxic in a brain damage t-shirt. It looks really fucking cool. Um, and I got the glow in the dark Godzilla reaction figures of Godzilla, Mechagodzilla, and Jet Jaguar. For the regular release Godzilla guys, I got everybody except for regular Jet Jaguar. It looks like he didn't show up. It looks like I went to FYE and picked him up. They got solid cases of every character, and he just wasn't there yet. Because um, I decided I want to go all in on those, and hopefully they keep making at least like the 70s, 60s, 70s era Godzilla guys. Um, I think that would be pretty fucking cool. And last but not least, I ordered, I'm forgetting a bunch of shit as I always do, but I got the newer Hasbro man cake in the mail last night and he is fucking amazing. I, I can't, I can't wait begin to, to tell you his only downside is he comes with a cannon that you have no use for. And, um, you can't lift his arms all the way up because he's got a, like a poncho that he's wearing. Okay. But otherwise, he's he's got two profiles of, like, syrup. So he has hat, no hat. The hat has a mustache built into it. Uh, he's got, like, five different weapons. He's awesome. It's, it's fucking man cake. He's got great articulation. Like, you can rotate. He's got way more movement in his ball neck than you would expect a guy who has pancakes for head to have. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> um, I was sending you guys pictures. His... Pistols have waffle iron prints on the inside of them. Like, all these just little fun details that they're not going to be able to reuse anywhere, which is strange for Hasbro. But um, I saw it. It was on an Amazon warehouse deal because the box was crushed. And I was like, ah, I got some Bezos bucks. I'm going to do this. And I picked up the um, retro Shadow Trooper. Oh, okay. Who's also great because I love that vintage style Stormtrooper where the head doesn't move. Yep, that's one I got. Uh, great figure. I've been playing with him all day long. Mike, what'd oh, you get? I got too much. Um, well, 
First of all, I got the uh, the broken Crocmaster resolved with Hasbro. They couldn't send me a replacement, so instead they sent me a uh, the Snake Eyes and Timber pack, Woo-hoo! Uh, which it's it's awesome. But like I had said to you guys, that Snake Eyes, I'm like, okay, so this is literally just an upscaled version of one of the best Snake Eyes figures from the the 30th anniversary. Uh, was it Cobra, uh, Rise of Cobra era yeah. of figures? Um, Pursuit of Cobra, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, he even has, like, the same web gear and, like, some of the same weapons. It's just, like, he's missing his sword and he's missing, like, the weird elastic straps that, like, hung down around his legs. Like, that's all he's missing to, from being that exact figure. Um, not that I'm complaining about it. It's a nice figure, I will forever complain about those stupid drop-down hips. I can't stand them. Um, I think it just it blows my mind that Hasbro is like, hey, we're going to give all of our other six-inch figures this awesome articulation, and our most articulated brand, we're going to fuck up their legs really bad. Like, you why? Know, I've been messing around with a bunch of my Hasbro six-inch scale guys. It seems that their go-to for anybody that has a hip piece that's not connected to the torso, like their very own hip piece. Mm-hmm. They're doing that drop-down style hip. So Power Rangers are getting those figures who have, like, essentially a diaper crotch piece, like, like the G.I. Joes. Um, it's not as bad on the Power Rangers because it's tighter. Like, it's... you really got to get in there and move it, but you can see it because you, there's nothing stopping any visibility in the crotch. So if you're, like, posing them for crazy split kicks and shit, you just see that it's there. Um, I just don't understand what's wrong with the the freaking you know the T the T barbell that we've had forever and like that's seriously the, the black series and the the Fortnite and the first couple of Power Rangers like wh- why is that a problem like the other one their their legs move weird it doesn't bother me because they they pose better they can kind of like oh I hate it shift their weight see the reason I hate it is because the moment I move their leg I feel like it's gonna snap. Well, and, yeah, that that's a problem. And that's the thing with Crocmaster, it did. So it's like, oh, I hate it. It's it's too fragile. Um, plus, I don't like when you know you're trying to pose them, and it's like one hip is out of socket, and it's like now you got to move that back. It's I don't know. It just irritates the hell out of me. Um, that being said, I did get a replacement Crocmaster I ordered from Amazon, and again, the figure is really nice. The hips are gonna forever bother me. Uh, the weapons are awesome. But uh, I think the star of the show is Fiona, the frickin' alligator. Well, now you have two, right? Because you got to keep the broken Crocmaster? Um, well, I'm going to get rid of that one. But <laughs> Oh, you're going to send it back? Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's with Fiona, it's like, honestly, that's better than Crocmaster. Hasbro needs to be making more <laughs> like large animals because Timber is awesome as well. I'm like, how did they make... Timber and Fiona, so freaking awesome, and then screw up on the GI shows. You know, I don't know. I, uh, so I, another thing that I got that I forgot to mention was uh, Storm Shadow and Spirit. Mm. And Spirit's so cool because of the eagle. They right. put all this extra effort into the fucking eagle. That's what I'm saying. Like, Fiona, I keep picking her up and playing with her. Like, it, it, the articulation is perfect for a freaking alligator and like all the movements you want her to be able to do, she can do. And it's like, it's just freaking perfect. It's the same thing with timber. Like all the, the positions you want to pose a wolf in 
like it works perfectly. Um, so I got those and then I got uh, the Death Watch Mandalorian and Bo-Katan from the vintage collection of Star Wars. Man, I know I know Josh already said pretty much everything that can be said about Bo-Katan because she's she's just a freaking amazing figure. But the Death Watch Mando is is right up there as well. Um, this see now this is the perfect example. This articulation is much like the Pursuit of Cobra articulation, where it's like the pinnacle of three and three fourth inch Hasbro articulation, where everything moves the way you want it to move. You can get almost any pose you want out of them. They come with cool gear. Uh, you know the the weapons fit in the holsters. Like everything's cool. My only complaint with these Star Wars figures is why are all the backpacks like different sizes for every figure? Oh my God, I know. You got, yeah, like it's so weird. <laughs> like, And they're not, uh, and they don't work. Well, this is the thing, like Bo-Katan and the Death Watch uh, Trooper, they both like when you put the backpacks on, they're locked in place, which is good. But when you take them out, it's like this giant hole in their back. It's not just like a backpack peg. It's like these huge holes and each one, like the peg is shaped differently. Like one, it's kind of like a square and the other one, it's like a weird half circle kind of like moon shape. It's like, why, like who's designing this and why? Like what happened to the days where it's like, again, with GI Joe and old school three and three fourth inch figures where it's like, oh, you get a backpack with this figure. It works with any other figure in the entire wave. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I miss that. <laughs> you can't swap them. Um, but then I speak, speaking of Star Wars, I got the X-Wing from the Mike. Was it Micro Galaxy? Yeah, what they're doing or Squadron or something like that. I forget the name. The Jazz wears ones. Um, it's a nice toy. Like, it really is cool. It's not as good as the Lightyear ships, which is weird. It's same scale. Uh, roughly the, 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 the mini figures are a little bit smaller than the Lightyear figures. Um, but it's for, it's a couple bucks more cause it was 1499. Whereas the light year ships are 1199. And I feel like the light year ships are a lot better. Like they're, they're, they feel more durable. Um, the mini figures are more poseable. Like the, the arms move independently. The legs move independently. Uh, whereas with the star Wars ones, the legs and the arms move together. And I mean, they look great. The minifigures look awesome. And the X-Wing itself looks amazing. Like for the scale, it's it's gorgeous. I definitely want more uh, more of these these sets. But uh, it's just a shame that they're not the same quality, you know, or at least the same price. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's more. And I get it. It's Star Wars, but it's it's more expensive. And the quality is a little less. Um, then I got uh, the last couple of things I got were the the Batman Spin Masters line. They were clearancing with Target, so I grabbed Batman, Catwoman, and Penguin. Uh, Batman and Catwoman are cool. They're just, you know, fun little three and three fourth inch action figures. Uh, nothing to really complain about or really, you know, sing the praises for. If I paid full price, I would have been disappointed. Uh, but for $3, well, less than $3, like $2.69 a piece, they're fun. Like, they're fun little figures. The Penguin, however, even if I paid full price, I would have been happy with this guy. He's... Basically like a fat mafioso, the action figure, and I love it. He's got a briefcase full of money, an umbrella that turns into a sword. It's just, it's so much fun. I keep like waiting until my wife isn't looking 
and putting him next to her face going, give me some gabagool. And she keeps <laughs> off at me. <laughs> but he's so much fun. I love him. Oh, God, that's great. <laughs> One thing I did forget to mention a couple weeks ago. Uh, that I have prominently displayed in my living room, one, one of the action figures I got. Um, someone was nice enough to give me the Dungeons & Dragons Fire Elemental uh, that I lost as, as a wee one. Um, and yeah, it is fucking awesome. I love that figure. Thank you again, Mike. And it is uh, prominently displayed in my living room. Glad where I've help. had many questions. People have asked, like, where the hell is that from? And I'm like, ah, oh, funny that you should ask. My mom recognized it immediately. She was like, Wait, you had that as a kid, didn't you? I said, yeah. I said, I lost it at New York Steakhouse. She goes, that's right. We went back looking for it. She's like, how did you get it? And I told her, you know, the story. And she was like, oh, that is so cool. She was like picking it up and playing with it. I would that's so that, awesome. Like, I went back to the steakhouse and found it. <clears throat> What's that? I would have just messed with her like, I went back and found it. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. <laughs> when they were remodeling that steakhouse, I went back. It was under the seat the whole time. I said, this is mine, and I'm taking it back. I'm taking it all back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing, like, adult Mike in, in a burnt-down steakhouse like Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know we're, we're still on uh, show and tell, but real quick, I don't know if you guys know about this. I just stumbled upon this. Um, did you guys know they're doing, the with the four-inch Fortnite figures... They're doing animal attack packs. Yes. Huh? I did not know that. Are I'm there looking pictures? at Yeah, it's uh it's it's bat let's see, Battle uh Beast Battles Wildlife Pack is the one I'm looking at. It's uh the chicken man being chased by a warthog and a wolf. <laughs> and and they're fully articulated. Yeah. Yeah, right, that'd be these, second. These Beast are Battles like, Wildlife Pack. Fortnite. If you just do Beast Battles Wildlife Pack as a search, you bring up Battle Beasts. Probably. I'm, I'm on Amazon right now. Oh, okay, that's probably where I should look. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that one. I've, I've been tempted to order that a few times now. I got my monthly $5 GameStop today. I should probably go blow that on stuff. Uh, let's see here. Beast Battles Animal Attacks. I'm probably misspelling half of these words. Fortnite. I'm breaking up nothing. Beast battles, animal attacks. Ah, oh, that's. I can. I can send it to you. Hold on. And say, look up Fortnite Wolf and Boar. Okay, I'll do that. But anyway, I suppose right. I'll kick off the stuff that I got. Yes. What'd you get, Josh? So I got way too much. I'll start it off with. Um, because I don't, I don't remember if I mentioned this last time or not. I don't think I did. I think I got them in between. Uh, I finally got Leech and Snout Spout and Mantana. Aren't they the best? Uh, they are. They are by far three of the strongest figures in this entire line. Uh, I also got Pighead, who is very cool, but also is just like. I don't have any connection to him other than he looks cool and I, I wanted the Sunman villain. So it's one of those like, you're cool, but meh. So you know who's super solid in that set? Don't sleep on him as He-Man and Skeletor. Uh, you know, I do want, I do kind of uh, want those more than I should. <laughs> I opened those up too. Um, they're like, 
they hold their weapons better than regular He-Man and Skeletor. And it's just like He-Man looks great with the big axe. Skeletor looks really awesome with the sword. The only thing I would give Skeletor is Keldor's cape and make him perfect. Um, nice. Which I haven't done yet. It's just I had to go downstairs and get the parts swapped. Um, uh, I also got the um, the new uh, what is it? Hammond Collection is the new new. Yeah. Draft. So I got the Hammond Collection Alan Grant. Ooh. Uh, and it, you know, just like the Jeff Goldblum, he doesn't look dead on because of the weird paint they've chosen for the figure. But the sculpt is there. Like, you can totally see uh, Sam Neill in the sculpt. But these, they really are knocking it out of the park with the, the Hammond collection. The dinosaurs are fun. The humans are fun. <clears throat> it's recognizably Alan Grant in a heartbeat. His accessories are fun. Uh, he comes with a separate head, removable sunglasses, uh, a hand holding the raptor claw so he can threaten to gut the child. <laughs> you know, when he fuck ate, those kids. Yeah, I, I just love that scene at the beginning where it's so clear that he like hates children. He's just like, <laughs> oh, you like that raptor claw, do you? Just think about how a raptor would gut you and eat you while you're still alive. <laughs> Mom! Like, fuck you, kid. And he also comes with a gloved hand that can hold a little baby raptor so you can have him look at the raptor and be like, you're breeding raptors. Uh, he is he is definitely a lot of fun. Uh, weirdly enough, he is the weakest of the three and three fourth inch figures I've gotten in, in this week. Can I ask you guys a question, a serious question? Yeah. If given the opportunity... Would you stick your arm elbow deep into a giant pile of Tyrannosaurus shit? Or like, what is it, Triceratops poop? <laughs> um, no. Would you no. do it just for the experience and be like, hey, guess what I did in Jurassic Park? No, definitely not. <laughs> nah, I I'm okay. I mean, I, I would take a picture of the giant poop and show people like, look at this giant pile of shit. Like, would you stand next to him and be like, whoa, burrito night? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely pose by it, you know. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely, I can definitely say there are other three and three-fourth inch figure lines that I like more that have better articulation. But he's solid. He's got, like, he's got really nice construction. Uh, and the the figures in general are nice enough that I'm like, yeah, I'll get that Ellie Statler with the poop pants. <laughs> wait, 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 Josh. <laughs> what do you get Ellie Statler? Put her in Dr. Mew's cat box. <laughs> Next to one of his gigantic shits. I, I mean, I'm going to need to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, by the way, I'm sending the link for the creature attack pack. I found it. I'm good. Ah, Chicken well, and the boar and the wolf. That wolf looks awesome. Doesn't well, it? Well, it's sent yeah. anyway. Thank you. Uh, I also got, speaking of Fortnite, I got the new Master Grade 3 and 3 fourth inch Midas Rex that comes with his removable battle armor. Uh, I definitely understand why he is he is priced at 25 I don't understand why the skeleton guy is. No, it's I was looking yeah. at that because I was like, he's awesome. What does the skeleton guy have? A gold gun? 
Yeah, he's got gold-plated weapons. That's the, that's the only reason I haven't ordered him. Because I've been wanting that skeleton guy in 3 and 3 fourth inch ever since I saw the 6-inch one. And, and and you know it's going to like hit a lower price at some yeah, point. Yeah, and like oh, yeah. those gold guns are in the accessory packs. Right. Yep. Uh, eh. But uh, Midas, on the other hand, he I definitely feel like he is worth that price point. Uh, I would have preferred him to be closer to 20. But that being said, he does come with like a full extra set of legs, arms, chest armor, uh, waist armor. Uh, the extra legs have removable hip armor. He comes with swords. He comes with guns. He comes with a helmet. Uh, remove, yeah, uh, removable cape piece. And it all works really well. Like, think of the best working clip-on rubber armor from your childhood. Mm-hmm. And this is just slightly better than that. Uh, but it's all painted incredibly well. So, like, it's got really nice paint, really nice articulate. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Because it's all rubber, it doesn't really hinder his articulation that much. Nice. Cool. Like, he's, you could still get some really cool poses out of him. And you can switch out, like, he's he has the same kind of pop-apart modularity as all of the other Fortnite figures. Mm-hmm. So you could really easily, like, give the robot stomach to him. So you take off the armor and he's... Revealed to be a cyborg. I just, it's, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this because it feels dirty, but it's a really, really well done three and three fourth inch figure. That's probably worth the $25 asking price. Monster. Uh, out, uh, I can say that just as far as what he comes with, he definitely knocks Boba Fett out of the park. Uh, for part count alone. Which, I don't know. It still bothers me that Hasbro is charging that much. I'm like, they're a bigger company. They should be able to, like, they should be able to make these, this product a little bit cheaper. Well, exactly. Because looking at it in market value, the next figure I got, which is a Star Wars figure, was $15. Which is only $10 less than this figure that comes with a full swappable working set of armor. Right. Uh, plus weapons. Like, it's not like it's just the armor that are that are his accessories. He also comes with weapons. And not just a weapon. He comes with two swords, two guns, and like a weird little clip-on hip bomb thing. Mm. That's five weapons on top of I'm, I'm just counting them up let's see here two four six on top of 10 armor pieces that he comes with mm-hmm. that's insane uh but the next figure i got is the mandalorian migs mayfield aka uh bill burr <laughs> Uh, just like the Boba Fett, the likeness on him is fucking great. Uh, I I cannot say a bad thing about him. He definitely falls into that same category as uh, Bo-Katan and the Death Watch Trooper, even though I don't have it. Mm. Uh, he has that same, like, almost G.I. Joe level of articulation. And he just works and feels sturdy. And it's... 
I, I said it to Mike last night in in a chat that I'm I'm a little nervous about the fact that I've liked this many Star Wars figures in a row that I've purchased because <laughs> it, it's like wait wait a second are they doing something right with the three and three fourth inch? Can can I actually give Hasbro credit for something in the Star Wars line? <laughs> then it's I... like no. And then it's like, no, no, they still cost too much. I can't give them credit. As much as I <laughs> want that MIGS, I feel like the earlier MIGS is coming out now with the weird back gun thing that he has. And I'm going to wait for that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, because as much as I love MIGS, I don't like him in the weird, like, stolen Stormtrooper armor. Because I kind of want, like, what was he going to wear if he was walking around all the time? Uh, see, know? I... I, I'm definitely going to find, like, an alternate casual clothes Fortnite body and just pop the head on there and just have Bill Burr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also got the McFarlane. Felt a little dirty, but it was $10. And I'm a sucker for nostalgia. Superpowers New 52 Darkseid. Man. He's really awesome, isn't he? He's a solid fucking toy. He feels like a superpowers figure. Good. Uh, I don't know that I can give it any higher praise than that. Because it, it so often with these figures, some they just don't feel right. This feels right. Mm. This this feels like a chunky, well built figure with good durable plastic that has just a little bit of a bend to it. Uh, enough to be like to not feel like it'll break or snap. Uh, so it's it's very good quality plastic. The paint is all applied really well. And if someone were to show this to me without me knowing, I would probably look at it and be like, "Is that a is that a superpowers figure?" Nice, Kelly man. I saw Superman and I was like, no, I only want Darkseid. And now I want them all. So I'll have news about them in the news. And then I'll I'll round it out with uh, probably the thing I could ramble about the longest. I got Motormaster. Yeah. Uh, I hunted, I actually hunted down Motormaster because I saw there were a few local stores that had them in stock. And he is one of the only commander classes that I was dead set on, like, just going and grabbing as soon as I could. Have a serious thing for combiners. Uh, he might be the best modern combiner that Hasbro has released. I I can't say... I can't say anything bad about him, honestly. The biggest complaint I have is probably that it feels like maybe at some point they they accidentally reversed who should get what weapons because the sword feels a little too short for Menasaur, but a little too big for uh, Motormaster, whereas the gun is way too small for Menasaur and just a little bit too big for Motormaster. And I feel like maybe maybe Motormaster should should have had a small gun and they should have just gone all in on a big sword for Menasaur, but I mean, that's it. That's me nitpicking right there. Do you have Menasaur? 
Well, Menasaur is his combined form. Oh. Got it, got it. Yeah, the the Stunticons all all form together to make Menasaur. So you're clearly going to be getting the rest of the Stunticons. Well, I do already have Dragstrip. Yep. Uh, And, dear God, the engineering on this figure is... It it almost feels too good to be Hasbro. Like, it feels like it should be third party. It's so intuitive and well thought out. You plug the car onto the arm section before you transform it. And as you transform it, it makes the car split apart as you form the arm. That's awesome. It's it's insane. Um, even, even its weird gun turret mode, like so often you'll look at Transformers gun turret modes and be like, well, that's cute. I guess they tried. <laughs> and and this actually looks pretty damn solid. Like it looks like a gun turret station. Mm-hmm. So I can't complain about that. Uh, he looks amazing in truck mode. He looks perfect as Motormaster, and it is hands down uh, the best retail release Menasaur that has been done. Period. Nice. Uh, and the cool thing is, for for those listening that may not be in the know, the way they've worked the combiners this time is you don't you don't necessarily need all five to form Menasaur, because Motormaster comes with all the components to form the big skeletal frame of Menasaur, and then you can plug the vehicles into that. So it's very G1 animation accurate, where it just kind of looks like Menasaur is wearing cars as, like, shoulder pads and ankle guards. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. But it, man, it it sounds goofy, but it works so fucking well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he is hands down worth the asking price. Uh, I say that with no reservations. Without being like, I wish you were cheaper. Nope. The truck cab, or the uh, the truck trailer, feels like a brick. Like, it's got heft to it. You could kill a child with this. (laughs) Uh, Like, if a kid swung this at a sibling, it would split their head open. Uh, and yeah, he's just, I can't believe I knew I was going to like him. I was predetermined to like him because I just like the character. Mm. I didn't expect him to be, I didn't expect him to blow Devastator out of the water. Yeah. Cause Devastator, the, the combiner wars Devastator from like five years ago. Up until Motormaster was the pinnacle of modern combiners that Hasbro has done. And Motormaster just took that crown. Mm. Uh, He not only took that crown, he was like, I take your crown and kick it aside because. Like, you don't need all of the components to make me. 
not only not only that but everything uh from truck to robot and robot to combiner torso is Mm -hmm. so weirdly intuitive because everything has a clear spot it's supposed to be that the first time i was transforming through it i really had moments of like holy shit i didn't even see that hinge And to to be holding a transformer that could surprise me like that, it, that's damn impressive. Because mm-hmm. so often with me with new transformers, it's just like, oh yeah, that's neat. That's a cool little trick they did. But Motormaster, I felt like every step of both transformations, it was just had a moment of like, holy fuck, that's insane. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on that one. Uh, he is, the last I saw, uh, just a heads up, he is in stock both on Amazon and Entertainment Earth. I oh. believe Entertainment Earth has a 10% off code right now. Oh, I'm going to have to check this out. Uh, I don't know what that code is offhand. But, hmm. uh, but yeah, I believe he is in stock both places for retail price. So if you're hearing this and you want the best goddamn modern combiner Hasbro has made, or at least the core of him, uh, go get him. He's worth it. (laughs) Good times. So, guys, do you like amusement parks? Mm, I do. I liked him better when I was younger. So, I got good news. I've been working behind the scenes with the CEO of Global Milk, 3000. Some people might know her as Don DeRazio. I call her Milk Master General. Uh, We have opened up the very first amusement park built on an island of floating garbage in Lake Ontario. Ooh. It's Milkland. And guess who their first official brand marketing sponsor is? It's us! Yay! Yay! Global advertising partner, Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash, wants to tell you about the fun of Milkland. So sit back, enjoy their first of many commercials, and then we're going to dive into a fuck ton of San Diego Comic Con news. So much news. Just everywhere, all over your face. It's going to be crazy. Bring goggles. (laughs) Hey there, kids. New at Milkland this season are the rides that you want to bug your parents for. That's right. Sit in the backseat of their car. Whine in their ear. Tell them how much you want to come to Milkland. Because we're the home of the all-new Clencher. That's right. A roller coaster so fast, it makes your butt cheeks clench. It doesn't matter how much milk you've had that day. It's not coming out your sphincter. The Clencher goes so fast. You can't help but hold the milk inside. It won't come out your butt, that's for sure. It might come out other places, but not your butt. Or try the cookie dipper. That's right, the cookie dipper. Where you go in a big glass of milk like you're the cookie. Get in the giant animatronic hand and see how many times you can be slammed to the bottom without taking a breath for air. Need a breath for air? Too bad. All you've got is milk. You're going to have to breathe it on the cookie dipper. That's right. The cookie dipper forces you to breathe milk. And you're going to like it, you little shit. 
So come on down to Milkland and ride the Cookie Dipper or the Clencher or ride both. Ride the Cookie Dipper first, get full of milk, and then hold it all in on the Clencher. New at Milkland this season. Come on down. Tell your parents now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate amusement parks. Oh, amusement parks. I actually do love amusement parks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, buckle up. If I miss anything, chime in, because this was actually a pretty small San Diego Comic-Con news dump, but there's still a lot of news. Uh, you ready? Yep. Yes. I'm going to start right off. Super 7, who didn't really want to participate, just showed off pictures of their Lemmy figure, ultimate figure from Motorhead. And uh, I'm suddenly tempted because of all of his appearance in the beginning of trauma movies in the 90s. Uh, I saw that and I was like, holy shit, maybe I need this. But uh, I don't know about you guys. I suddenly have a, a craving for Lemmy. Um, <laughs> He-Man 2000X cartoon is streaming on YouTube. So with the 40th anniversary of He-Man, Mattel is releasing the cartoons on various streaming platforms. The 2000X series is available one new episode a day, I think, on YouTube. And Peacock is getting 2000X. Not 2000X, New Adventures, I'm sorry. Uh the biggest thing that came out of San Diego Comic-Con for Toy Nerds was showed off on preview night, and that's fucking Eternia from Mattel. Like, they didn't pull any punches. They went right for the biggest, baddest, most requested Masters of the Universe thing ever. Ho, ho, ho. Holy shit, did they, like, it's everything. Like, they did not skip a step anywhere. It comes with an exclusive King Grayskull. It's got the towers. It's got the monorail. It's the same size. It's almost an exact replica. Except better. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Uh, it, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, they just built the fun thing for the diorama. That's the old one. Then I was like, wait a second. That's a brand new Eternia. Oh, mm -hmm. shit. Like, my mind was kind of going through the steps of realizing what they were doing. Uh, and word on the street is that it's going to be around 350 as an uh, Mattel Creations exclusive, which is hilariously cheaper than anything Hasbro offers. Um, so I'm very excited. I have nowhere to put it, and I'm going to buy it like a fucking idiot because it's Eternia, and I've always wanted Eternia. Uh, so I'm on board. I don't care what they do. Yep, I'm, I'm getting it, no question. But picture Eternia, that's what you're getting. I'm hoping there's some awesome stuff on the interior of Eternia. That's the only thing that didn't get a lot of eyeballs on it as far as pictures go. So if I yeah. was there, I would have gone to the back of the display and seen like what's hiding on the inside. Well, there are some pictures of the back like it, and it looks like everything that, that that's supposed to be there is there. Uh, there aren't any close-ups of some of the, like the newer details that people spotted, like a pair of a, like a set of attorney in battle armor yeah um and the fact that the back of gray skull tower is completely redesigned to like have a trap door hmm 
So it has so, like a little platform above the gate that's also a trap door. Per these kind of things, uh, fan channel, like we're going to kickstart this to make it happen. Usually there's some sort of stretch goals. We know King Grayskull is included, or maybe he's a stretch goal. What would you guys want as extras that you think would be cool? You know, this sounds, this is a, a totally ridiculous thing, but I think would also be fucking awesome. I would love for them to include a weapons pack that specifically had, like, unbroken versions of all of the weapons that were featured broken in the moat of Eternia. That would be sweet. Uh, Eternia came with a ton of weapons to begin with, and it came with animals like stingrays and shit. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I'm just, just, I just proposed this question. I wasn't prepared for it. You know what I would like? Meteorbs. Oh, yeah. You know, that'd be a really cool add-in. Uh, something that like, does never it gets never gets love from He-Man, but it's part of He-Man. Are those fucking meteorbs? Throw those in there. Uh, maybe one more packing character. Queen Marlena. Maybe. I don't know. We got the suit, the spacesuit already. Not. I think Marlena would be really cool. Um, something. But you know, make it worth my while because I I think this will this will do like uh, his tank level performance, and it's just gonna meet the goals very oh yeah yeah it's Uh, gonna just like fly past whatever it needs if the rumors of that price point are true yeah because that is very cheap honestly if if i had the space i would totally do it but the whole only reason i'm i'm tapping out is because of space issues i'm gonna make a ridiculous suggestion to you (laughs) caleb sleeps outside (laughs) See, my suggestion was going to be, you've already got to redo the computer room. True. What if you got, like, a glass display table to put Eternia in that you could put the computer onto? Oh. <laughs> yeah, but then I can't get to Eternia to play with it. Uh, it, would have a, it would have an opening front, an opening cabinet front. Hmm. Get yourself, get yourself a display, a glass front display cabinet that can double as a computer desk. There we go. Or you can mm. double it as cat furniture. <laughs> uh, I mean, how cute would Eternia look with a cat sleeping on top of it? Yeah. How many cats do you have, Mike? Three. And uh, yes, three Ruf- towers. I was gonna say that thing would not hold Rufus. He's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I picked him up the other day and I'm like, Jesus, he's solid. Like he, the cat's like 12 pounds. He's yeah. I, I want to see Dr. Mew posing next to the attorney and lion head and see which one is bigger. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, more masters universe news. There is a Masterverse Roboto shadow weaver, new adventures, he-man, which is a target exclusive, Manny faces that doesn't have the action feature, but he has removable faceplates. No, he does have or the action got... feature, oh, but okay. the full drum is removable, and you can uh, plug different faces on it. Awesome, uh, Pighead to go with Sunman, uh, who has clear sparkly weapons. No, he still has the weird mace. Uh, Stratos with some new like breathing apparatus. 
uh, Sorceress uh, Evil Lynn and then Uber Evil Lynn. Uh, we've got, oh, that's the Bad Evil Lynn. We have for Origins Snake Armor He Man, Snake Armor Skeletor, Boltman, Camel Khan, which is going to be a Creations exclusive, King Hiss, which is a deluxe who has removable chest piece and swappable head and arms, Retlore, Cobra Khan, and there's going to be a Medi Creations Grizzlore. He's not coming to retail for some reason, but Mattel has not confirmed or denied that they're working on it, but fans are pissed. Motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on with that, but I can't see why they wouldn't release Grizzlore retail. He always sells really well. Now, I did hear an interesting theory, um, which considering we know next, uh, I think next year we're getting the Road Ripper with Packy and Mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which, as of right now, is the only announced release of Mechanic. Uh, people uh, have started making the suggestion that perhaps this is the only way to get single-carded Grizzlore, and he will be a pack-in with a vehicle, perhaps the Mantisaur. I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, I would be that fine is, with that. That is neither confirmed nor denied by Mattel, but that is some speculation that I would be okay with. I am okay with him actually being 2000X Grizzlor as well. You know, as it's one of those, like, as long as I can get a furry Grizzlor that fits with the Horde from Origins, I'm happy. Yeah, uh, you know what would be really, really cool on Mattel's half? If they made him the packing figure for the eventual slime pit. Because fuck you. Um, because you can't use it on Grizzlore. Don't do that. <laughs> See, uh, now, honestly, if they were to do that, like, I'm obviously, whatever route they go with Grizzlore on Mattel Creations, I'm going to try for it, and hopefully I get it. But if they go that route and then release, like, Grizzlore as a pack-in with something, I won't be unhappy to get a second one. It'll be one of those, like, okay, that's cool. Grizzlore is a guy you play with a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, there is lots of rumors that Mattel would be releasing some sort of giant playset that they would be showing off that wasn't Eternia. And I believe that was the animated adventures, the new Netflix cartoon Castle Grayskull playset that works in every size that they have a skew for. It's pretty cool looking. Uh, no price point yet, but I, I like it. It's kind of it's very play heavy. It's not set heavy. It reminds me of like a big, like a big battleship. Yeah. Like it's the way the cannons come off of it and stuff. It just, it reminds me of like some kind of floating fortress. And that kind of works into the show because Castle Grayskull is always whatever they need it to be in the plot. Yeah. Uh, they showed off animated Hordak, animated Evil Seed, and animated Mossman who comes with a new pet owl. Uh, Hordak looks Hordaky. He's kind of more like Shira. The new adventures, the new cartoon Shira Hordak. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Backtrack a moment. Who did you yeah. say they? Yeah, I thought it was Merman. Yeah, it was uh, Merman and Mossman. That's Merman. I thought that was Evil Seed. No, no, no that's no, the version of Merman. What the fuck? I totally got that wrong. Because <laughs> he said, "Well, I should have expected that because he was such a uh, departure in design." That um... bear with me, everybody. I want to look at that picture again. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a really weird looking uh it's a really weird looking merman and 
a strangely like serene and not weird looking moss man i think moss man is the first one that i looked at and i'm like yeah that's just moss man yeah yeah oh let's see here mondo trap jaw which i hate the look of uh yeah because he's like very busy and i always expect merman to um be a little dumbed down here we go hordak he's got like a long cloak he's got clawed feet he's hordak no no, no he no. looks very reminiscent of the uh the dreamworks hordak actually yeah that's that's kind of the the impression that i got when i was looking at him thank you everybody for enjoying this long pause that is merman son of a bitch you know what it is it, what's doing it for me is he's got no trident yeah yep and I see, like, the vines coming out of him, and I was like, oh, look, it's Evil Seed. But, no, that's clearly... A very Lovecraftian merman. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, it's a squid. It's not vines. I should have paid attention to this. Shame on me. Take my card away. It looks like he's got... They both have ball joints? I don't know if they're deluxe. That's what I was that thinking. weird design that they've been doing where you think it's one thing and it's not... I am not sure. And the owl looks very much like uh, Zor. So, but it looks like they have ball joints and you can twist them at the bicep. So maybe they're improving articulation or maybe they're just displayed that way. I don't know. Because then they have a new Skeletor and a new He-Man that have the older style articulation. Uh, continuing on with the news, there's an Origins He-Man four pack coming out to Mattel Creations that has a new He-Man, a retool, a redeco of 2000X He-Man, the newest style like Netflix He-Man, and I missed one. New Adventures, that's four. Uh, so like they have vac metal weapons, some extra deco, making them a little bit different if you don't have them already. New head on uh, original Origins He-Man to make them look more animated. Uh, pretty cool looking. There's some vehicles coming out for the animated line. He-Man with Stridor and Skeletor and his weird slime dog thing that he rides sometimes. Uh, Origins King Grayskull comes with do, 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 fucking shit. Eternia. You've got Origins Skeleton Warriors. Some sort of battle pack I'm thinking that's going to be on Maddie Creations, Mattel Creations I hope. Uh, or retail. I don't know. A Sunman 3-pack that comes with Space Sumo. I'm kind of confused if Space Sumo is also going to be an individual release. I'm, I am guess he's not. I don't know. He comes with Sunman with a new head and Pighead, who's uh, a complete re-release. Uh, no, uh, Pighead is metallic. Okay, metallic Pighead. That's something that I saw that I was like, that's going to get clearanced. And I'll just wait to get it. Space Sumo is cool because he's got this cool, like, weird battle rap that comes off his head mm. um, uh, my question is how in any way shape or form is that a space sumo <laughs> i don't know when i go in space i just wear underwear like that that <laughs> right, he doesn't wait. seem that sumo-ish to be no george lucas taught us there's no underwear in space that's true <laughs> But uh, so that's it for Masters. Am I forgetting anything? 
Jesus, there was so much. Uh, there was we, so much news. I we I mean there was confirmation of a tongue lash or. Yep. Uh, there they showed off that Ratlore and Mechanek just kind of have like a, a neck piece that you use for the extension of the neck. They don't have the action feature. Yeah. Which is which I I will agree with what a lot of people said. That is a little disappointing that they seem to be dropping a good handful of the Snake Men action features. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people have been excited about the Snake Men, myself included. And the fact that so many of the action features have been dropped right off the bat, like Cobra Khan doesn't spit water yeah. and Rattlore doesn't have a quick strike neck. You uh, better have a fucking rattle. Like, it makes me a little bit worried for, like, Snake Face. Yeah. yeah. I, I think like Snake Face is... Yeah, either Snake Face is going to be a deluxe or they're going to have, like, plug-in snakes. Yeah. Like, like little snake accessories that you just kind of peg in. Mm. Yeah, that's that's not happy times. Wait and see, I guess. You know um, what? Damn it! Give me a sarad that I can start a fire with, and I'll be happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just fill them with lighter fluid instead of Josh. <laughs> uh, I am going to jump into GI Joe now. Uh, a real American hero, real American ripoff. So they showed off Rock and Roll, uh, or renders of Rock and Roll. The only new figure they showed off was the next toy I'm going to talk about, Sepentor, who is going to be a Hasbro Pulse exclusive with Chariot. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing $89.99. Yeah. I'm guessing I, not, not going to be in my collection. I've never liked Sepentor, ever. Yeah. I've always liked Serpentor, and I am completely underwhelmed by this. I nothing. I, I just don't give a shit. I saw it and I was like, eh. Yeah. You know, uh, I I don't know what it is. At some point, they redesigned the. At some point, when they redesigned Serpentor's look, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was some t- at some point during the anniversary. Yep. When they gave his helmet that sort of flat, streamlined look. Yep. That's when I'm just like, I'm out. I don't yeah. care. I want him to have like giant, overdone, like viper hood. Right. He was the 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 thing that was so cool about the original figure is it looked like his face was inside the mouth of a snake. He had Voltron head, where it was like the face in a lion's mouth. <laughs> it was like a face in a snake's head, and, and it, it was w- awesome. And it went from awesome Voltron head to uh, Serpentor cosplaying Motormaster. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. Like, it just... I, the classified series, I want to like it because G.I. Joe is, like, it's my first love. You know, I G.I. Joe's and Ninja Turtles are top of the heap for me as far as my favorite toys growing up. And classified just keeps pissing me off. Like, I can't tell you how often I pick up my bat figure and l- I'm like, I freaking love this toy. And then I pose him around. I have trouble with the damn drop down hips. And, you know, as I like I, the, the weird not uh, the no third spot on his backpack the way it's supposed to be. And you got the piece hanging off the side. There's just little things that piss me off about it. And I'm like, damn it, Hasbro. Stop it. You had one job. Yeah. <laughs> We've also got Torpedo. Shipwreck, Copperhead, 
and on the new retro card back style, which is like the guys you buy in classifieds, but with a more retro accurate look, mm-hmm. uh, you've got Snake Eyes and the Crimson Guard. Uh, the only one I thought was like on the nose. I don't care about Torpedo. I kind of like for t- Torpedo. I've mm-hmm. never liked Copperhead. Crimson Guard, meh. But a Shipwreck was the one I was like, okay, it's Shipwreck. See, they, I, they got them. They didn't I, like... Oh. I pre-ordered Crimson Guard, and I'm probably going to pre-order Shipwreck, even though I'm pissed at them. <laughs> uh, do you prefer in the Navy Shipwreck, or do you prefer, like, Salty Sailor Man with a knit bonnet cap? Um, As far as, like, playable figures, like, I really like the the one with, like, the knit cap um, from from the... Uh, I forget it was... That was was it Valor versus Venom that they first introduced? Spy Core. Yeah, that way, was that, that era. That was the one where they introduced that. Yes. I'm the old I, school cheesy all the way. See, I don't get me wrong. That's when I think of shipwreck. That's who I think of. And I and I love that look for display factor, but for playability, the um I wanna say that it was one of the two packs or multi packs. It was shipwreck in like the the like dark green. Uh, like sweater kind of like thing and then he had the knit cap and the utility pants on like with the the knee pads and the the holsters and the knives and all that he was really fucking cool like i really liked that figure i had a gas mask that fit on him perfectly so it just it looked like he was you know like a straight up navy seal and i really liked that does your mother still hang out at dockside bars (laughs) (laughs) oh i love those psas um I hope they do both. Uh, we'll see. It, it seems like the the Joe stuff is still doing good for Hasbro. At Comic-Con, it kind of slipped out that they're going all cardboard packaging unless the figure is a special retro style. Mm-hmm. So the Walmart retro style G.I. Joes are going to be bubbled. And like the X-Men, like the Legends, Spider-Man Legends with the retro card backs are going to be bubbled going forward. The rest are going to be in cardboard boxes, which people have been getting the newer style Marvel Legends, and there has been horrible quality control issues. Uh, like, faces aren't painted, parts are reversed, all kinds of shit that, like, would have gotten caught if you could see it in the packaging. Mm, uh, yep, I've seen a few few cases of uh, Spider-Man without the web paint at all. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. A lot of people are getting antsy like they used to do with Marvel Legends and getting them from Hong Kong. Getting them, opening them up, and it's like Venom has one of his eyes isn't painted. And then it's your shit out of lock. You can't do anything. Because you can't even return it to a store because you got it from Hong Kong. Um, it kind of sucks, to yeah. be honest. Um, and I've noticed just from, like, another thing I got that I forgot to mention, brought to you by Jerry's Closet. Come see Sam. I got the Bonebreaker wave from the newest X-Men Legends wave of Marvel Legends, which for whatever fucking reason you can't buy in a set. You have to like they have it like broken up into pieces. Mm-hmm. So you can't just walk into a store and the whole set's on the pegs. Target gets like a whole case of Vulcan or Havoc, not the whole wave. So I had to like wait for months and piece it together, which is fucking irritating as all hell. But there's no paint on anything. They've cut down a paint app so much. Everything is like actual pieces of plastic. Mm-hmm. Which it's good sometimes because you don't have to worry about paint rub. But the other times you're like, this just feels like a cheaper toy. And the price is going up. So it's like, what the fuck, Hasbro? Yeah. 
And it gets to being oh, it gets to a clear point of like, what the fuck am I paying this much for? It's it's getting ridiculous. Um, to continue, uh, one up for presale right after Comic Con or during Comic Con was Dr. Mindbender and Sergeant Slaughter. Most people didn't have any problems getting them. I didn't. I just kind of logged in and pre-ordered them um, because I'm an idiot, and I probably shouldn't, but I did anyways. NECA, who was probably the most disappointing of all the toy companies to me because it really didn't have anything new with this, a few small exceptions, showed off Universal Dracula, which they've kind of been teasing for a long time. It looks like Bela Lugosi. Uh very uncanny likeness. They teased the Bride of Frankenstein. They finally showed off the creature from the Black Lagoon. He looks amazing. Um, and I hope to God they have some sort of accessory set to make him look like he's swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, I would... I'm just going to expect it from NECA with what they've been doing. They showed off a ton of Mirage Ninja Turtles stuff. So they have the four turtles, a Triceraton, Casey Jones, and Splinter, and the Shredder clones that they mm-hmm. showed off. Tons of animated stuff, and somebody caught in the pictures in the background in their turtle setup display was an animated Last Ronin yeah. hiding in a window. Uh, they have Last Ronin, Leo, and Raphael, and a robot Donatello, I think, from that storyline, which is, seems very similar to the final episodes of the Nick animated Turtles, where it's Raphael in the Mad Max future. Oh, God, I love... Mm. <laughs> I love that one so much. Yeah. So, really, the uh, I did read through The Last Ronin. I haven't read it yet. And I uh, no no spoilers, but I it's it's a very it's a very satisfying uh end story. Okay. I uh, I it, definitely want to read it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to say too much about it, but it definitely uh it focuses on uh do you know who the last Ronin is? Yeah, it's Mikey. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, wasn't sure if you knew that, but yeah, it's it's Mikey, but he's carrying all of the weapons of his brothers. Yes. Uh, and that it's, yeah, it's a hell of a story. Yeah, I mean, that, that Nickel, the, at, bleh, the end to the Nickelodeon series, um, I know they aired, they aired it out of order, so it ended up airing before the end, but that was supposed to be the end. Um that man brought a fucking tear to my eye. <laughs> also, can, so can I just add in a quick side note of how annoyed I am that they took that off of Hulu and only added fucking the first, what, two seasons to Netflix? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, they yep. want you to start buying the the digital versions. Uh, awesome. More from NECA. E.T. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I could give a shit. Um... Secret Headquarters, some sort of Hulu movie with uh, oh wow Owen Wilson and <laughs> that other dude as superheroes. Like I have no fucking clue why they must have paid Nick to make figures because this yeah. looks like it's gonna make fucking zero dollars. Um, retro do, cloth. Oh yeah, I do like the weird character designs though. I do think they're they're yeah. cool sci-fi designs, but not gonna buy them. Uh, I mean, if I was going to make anything, I would make the Sylvester Stallone Amazon Samaritan thing where he's like an old washed up superhero. Um, mm. Vintage ACDC of uh, Bon Scott and uh, Angus Young. 
Munster stuff for the new Munsters, lots of bobbleheads, and a new Herman Munster, two new figures for the Dungeons & Dragons line of Strongheart and Zarek. I saw Zarek, and I got very excited. I'm buying them. Uh, <laughs> I already pre-ordered my gelatinous cube from Hasbro, so. I, You know, the more I looked at the gelatinous cube, which is the next thing I was going to mention, that goes to the Honor Among Thieves movie that's coming out, I wasn't impressed by it because it just looks like a cube like a flat cube that you build mm -hmm. and a guy sits on a stand inside of it and sticks his arm out yep and i was Which like i kind of love personally yeah that's i it wasn't gory enough like the skeleton pieces weren't painted i was just sort of like if it had a melted person inside of it like a proper D, &D gelatinous cube then i would have gotten it not just like hey look it's generic person I, I'm probably going to change my mind on this. I, I'm going to eat crow. Oh, uh, I'm my my plan honestly is to paint like the because yeah those those bones are like too stark white. So I'm definitely going to do a little bit of painting and touch up work on all those bones. But I've always loved the gelatinous cube. Like that's one of my favorite monsters. And yeah. to have like to actually have a toy of it that I can put figures inside of that has me giddy. <laughs> like I just think that's so fun. You know, it's funny. To go with the gelatinous cube, whoosh, the guys who made, they are the team behind Articulated Icons, who they're famous for making uh, Marvel Legends-style six-inch scale ninjas. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have their newest project is going to be shown off finally at this year's PowerCon, and that is Skeletons. I saw that. Uh, Ooh. I am going to be buying a lot of those. Because six-inch skeletons, I can never have enough. I have one that was a like 3D printed one that I bought years ago. It's fun, but I don't want to pose them because I feel like I'm going to break them. A proper mm. plastic skeleton. I, it looks like they've got plain old skeleton with cool weapons, a skeleton with horns, mm -hmm. and a clear plastic one at least. Uh, if this is anything like articulated icons, there's going to be lots of colorways and stuff, so that's pretty cool. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have seen the very, very amusing take going around on the uh, upcoming Dungeons and Dragons movie. What's that? In that now, if they really, really wanted to give an accurate Dungeons and Dragons oh, yeah, movie, yeah. <laughs> it would end at a very random point in the movie. And then the audience would have to get together and decide what day and time they were free to get together and finish it. Yeah. <laughs> the downside of playing Dungeons and Dragons as an adult is you don't have the time to play Dungeons and Dragons properly. Yep. You need an entire weekend without showering and sleeping to do a Dungeons and Dragons campaign properly. Um, I know from a wasted teenage youth, that's how you do it, but it's a lot that's of fun. Um, one, of, one of the reasons I can't really dedicate time to World of Warcraft anymore. It's very time consuming. Yeah, back when I was in my 20s and I didn't have many responsibilities, I could sit there and play a video game for six hours and be uninterrupted. Not anymore. Uh, in Lego news, the two things that I saw that I thought were cool, a gigantic Bowser and a Lego Atari system with cartridges, I thought was pretty cool. And oh my God, I saw that in person today because they had one on display. The Atari or Bowser? Uh, the Atari. Yeah. Not only does it, like, at first glance, just look like a straight-up Atari system, but it comes with a little, like, game holder that That's you can, awesome. you can like, have the cartridges displayed in. But also, each of the cartridges has a little mini-build 
of the game that you can display on top of it. Oh, shit. That's cool. That's something that they should collab with Nintendo and make, you know, like they have, like, open the storybook up. They should have Nintendo games with, like, little builds inside of it. It would be super cool. Jesus, don't even, oh, man. You imagine that, like, oh, look, Mega Man, and you, like, open it up, like, oh, wow, look, it's Dig Dug, or not Dig Dug, like, Bubble Bobble. Well, as as it is, like, the Lego Nintendo system, Mm. uh, as you're building it, back where the circuit board would be, it's, uh, like, it's obviously a 2D representation of one of the levels from Super Mario. Like, you build out a representation of the map. That's cool. And that's in like in the the system itself where the circuit board would be. Cool. Those motherfuckers so at Lego. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh on to Hasbro. Hasbro teased their next Haslab as the Ghost Rider Ghost Charger, which is the Robbie Riaz uh Ghost Rider muscle car. Mm-hmm. which I'm okay with because it'll be smaller and cheaper than the Sentinel and Galactus, which is bigger than the Sentinel. Um, but I want Robbie Reyes, and I am excited about what kind of add-ons there might be, like Johnny Blaze or something would be neat. Um, right. Or a redone Vengeance, who his every figure he's ever had sucks. Um they showed off the newest wave of Marvel Legends, which is themed to Black Panther in the Wakanda, the Wakanda whatever, whatever, Wakanda whatever. <laughs> Wakanda whatever. Uh, the Wakanda Forever movie. It has two re-release figures. In one is the Build-A-Figure that came out uh, in the first wave, and that's the lady who plays Michonne. And, uh, fuck, why can't I remember? Because I was so underwhelmed by the figures that I was like, what? There's another re-release figure. It's like, if you've been collecting these all along, you've already got it. Uh, Atuma is the Build-A-Figure. And it's like all of Namor's people in the movie are, like, Mayan Aztec themed. Mm-hmm. So he's blue and he's wearing, like, fish bones. It looks really, really cool. Um... So I'm kind of mad that I'm going to be buying these guys, and I don't really want any of them. But I really want to build a figure. Uh, but no Shuri, who was supposed to be the new Black Panther. It's a comic book Black Panther instead. So I think there are some sort of last-minute changes to the outfit, and they couldn't release the figure. Uh, now, has it been confirmed that Shuri is supposed to be the new Black Panther? Because I've heard rumors going both ways. Nope. that it, it ha- So it is confirmed? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, because I've heard that she was going to play the character, and then I heard them also saying um, that she didn't want to do that. Like, the actress who plays Shuri didn't want to do the role of the Black Panther, so they had some other plans. Yeah. So I'm curious if that's just to throw people off the scent, because everyone was like, well, of course she's going to play Black Panther. Um, I have heard a lot of rumors. And I'm kind of just going to go in blind whenever I see it. I didn't think Black Panther was that good. Oh, wow. I Um, I liked it. I liked it, but it's just like it's on the lower end of Marvel movies for me. I thought Killmonger stole the film. Well, see, that's one of the rumors I heard. That's that's one of the rumors. Yeah, Um, with what if. So we'll see. Because, yeah, I mean, we are playing with, uh, you know, different dimensions now. So 
Let's not go into the weeds with <laughs> the I'm what so ifs curious. on the Marvel stuff. Uh, there's a well, retrocarded Scorpion. Well, see, here's here's an interesting side note on all that. Because there there have been pictures of two Lego Black Panther sets released so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which is just like Namor on the throne of Atlantis, which looks really cool. Um, or it's not Atlantis, it's whatever they're calling it now. Mm. Uh, but and the other one it's interesting because it has Shuri in what is clearly a Black Panther outfit but no mask okay so maybe the rumors are partially true in that she will don the outfit but not take on the mantle interesting maybe (sighs) maybe it will be forced out of necessity I can't wait that to she has movie. to don the the armor before yeah. it's passed on to someone proper. I can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> I'm so excited for I it. I personally hope it's Clark Duke because he's from Rochester. <laughs> um, oh, I lost my place. Uh, retro animated style Scorpion, who is a retool of the repaint of the previous release Scorpion. And he's got that lime green color and you can see his face. There is a Tesseract role-playing item that comes with a new Loki Marvel Legend. There is Retro Beast on the Retro card back. Um, it's Beast. He comes with a lab coat, and he's got some, like, jars of goop, like, I lab have, stuff. I have to get that one for my wife. That's She absolutely loves Beast. It's our favorite Marvel character. Start checking Ollie's because there is the gray beast that came out in the retro card back is popping up there. Oh, okay. uh, and he comes with glasses and a book might be enough. It's like Avengers beast when he's gray. Uh, word on the street is that the selfie series, you can't have glasses on the figures. So that might be, might be a deal breaker. Uh, uh, the- but then I have, I uh, that may be incorrect. Because I've seen a few previews now where the glasses are uh, just, like, part of the head sculpt itself. Oh. Oh, I'm down uh, if that's what's going on. So it may be that someone had some incorrect information or that it was misinterpreted as, like, no separate glasses pieces. I'll take that. I'll see if I can find the picture. I mean, because I sleep with my glasses on half the time. <laughs> um Let's see here. Sentry is the newest Walgreens exclusive villain, and he comes with an alternate melted head, which is from some sort of comic storyline that I haven't heard about. A weird, two weird Spider-Man villains in Razorback and the Human Fly. A Galactus Herald two-pack that comes with the previously released Terax and some new guy who has flaming hair. They showed off Howard the Duck and Ant-Man's head in a jar from the Marvel Zombies episode and the Thor episode, respectively, from the What If cartoon. That's supposed to be part of the third What If, not What If, the Disney Plus wave that's coming out. There's Old Man Loki from the Loki TV show, He Who Remains, who comes with an apple. More symbiotes to go to the next Spider-Man wave. There's a Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends 3-pack, which is all re-release figures. I already mentioned quality control issues that people are having with the Marvel Legends. There is a really, really nice-looking Jedi Luke that's coming out for the Mandalorian uh, Black Series figures. 
Yeah. Which is like a further improvement on Jedi Luke. But this one I think is just right. And to wrap things up, for whatever fucking reason, Halloween Star Wars figures for the Black Series. There's yeah. a, a Wookiee with cat ears and a Stormtrooper with skeleton painted on it. I kind of like that Stormtrooper because he has like, it looks like he has a zombie porg. <laughs> with yeah. It's, I, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but cool. It, it's in line with those like Christmas ones they did. Yeah. A year and a half ago. Uh, I'm not paying 25 bucks for it. See, that's the thing. It's like, I don't think I would drop 25 bucks on it. I might drop 25 Bezos bucks on it. I'd um, buy yeah. it on clearance, maybe. It looks like a bad take on a Fortnite skeleton. Yeah, but there's something fun about it. <laughs> something fun about zombie porgs, too. I want a, yeah. a zombie stormtrooper. Now, see that, I would love a zombie stormtrooper. You know, from that like book where there are some zombie stormtroopers? Mm-hmm. I would jump on that. But just skeleton paint job? I don't know. It's like the Cobra Kai Halloween Stormtrooper. <laughs> See, Don't now give you're them making, ideas. You're making me want it more. <laughs> it's, he's, it's Johnny cosplaying a Stormtrooper on Halloween. So that is it for news. What did I miss? What did you guys see that you were like, oh my god? Um, Most of the stuff that I was focused on, you covered. So Yeah. Um, there, there is oh, that, and uh, NECA's got Disney's dinosaurs. I forgot to mention that. Oh, that's right. God, that Which, showed that one of the most fucked up endings of a TV show ever. God, it really is. Oh, it's it like still bothers me. <laughs> it's so messed up. That's not a show that I want to collect the merchandise for. No. Like you, they announced it, and I was just like, no. Don't. It, don't want it does look beautiful, though. They look oh, great. Yeah. They look fantastic. I mean, and they did the two that you got to start with, but it's just like, you know, it'd be like if they said, like, we're doing 90210 figures, I'd just be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I've probably, I've probably still got my old, like, McDonald's toys that have, like, the, the air pump in them somewhere at my mom's house, so I'm good. I am literally looking at, who do I got? The daughter. And, yeah, we bought it at a garage sale. We got the whole set. Sit in my wife's office with a little squeeze the pump and they scoot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. See, yep. You're all set. Those look fine. Yeah, that's all you need. One one thing, uh, I don't know. If, we might have mentioned this last week, but just one one of the ones I'm looking forward to is the re-release of the Beast Wars. Uh, what is it? Retracts? Is that his name? Oh yeah. The he little was one of the crazy stupid ones. The potato bug. Look at the, I never had him, and like looking at the figure, I'm like, I am probably gonna have to buy this one. I love Beast Wars Bugs. It's a cool-looking figure. I got, it really is. Hey, in a Mike forgot to mention it, brought to you by Jerry's Closet, I also got a Tigertron from Japan. Oh, nice. I, Josh just fell down the stairs. I just <laughs> dropped the iPad. Um, oh. <laughs> it's, it's I, fine. It hit the carpet. <laughs> I am going to open it up, and I'm going to put it next to my Tiger King figures. Nice. So he could tell Tigertron about that bitch, Carol Baskin. He can tell Tigertron he ain't that straight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tigertron, you got a big tiger dick because you ain't that straight. I ordered um, Pterosaur. It was on Target. And I saw it at the store, and I was like, I wanted to spend enough. I had a coupon for 10 off of 50. 
And uh, Target also had the uh, test shot style Chewbacca's. Oh, yeah. With the rainbow parts. I was like, I'll get one of these. I'll get Pterosaur. I'll get some underwear. And I've spent enough money. So I have Pterosaur coming. Nice. Very excited. Um, so I heard you guys like amusement parks. Do you want to go to Milkland again? Of course. I can't wait to go to Milkland again. You know what makes me think of milk? Hot summer August months. Nothing makes me want to have a glass of nice warm milk than August in an amusement park. Mm-mm. You guys agree? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sit back and listen to this lovely commercial about Milkland, where all your milky dreams can come true. We'll be right back. Hey there, kids. You want new rides to bug your parents about to come to Milkland? Well, we have just the rides for you. All new at Milkland this summer. The Cookie Tosser. Get your cookies tossed. That's right. Get on the Cookie Tosser and be tossed up and down like a cookie. It's a large animatronic hand that throws you in the air repeatedly. Come, get your cookies tossed. Come. We also have the wonderful new milk sprayer. That's right. You can be a milk sprayer. See how much milk you can drink and then spray it out your mouth at the little clown and see if you can fill up the balloon. Why? Because you're an asshole. That's right. Come drink however much milk you can fit in your mouth and then spit it right back out. Make our employees clean it up because you're entitled fucks. That's right. Here at Milkland, you can spray milk and get your cookies tossed. Come. <laughs> oh, Lord Almighty. Oh. <laughs> as soon as I started in on that, for some reason, my head just automatically went to the uh... San Francisco. Come. <laughs> Take a load off. <laughs> jacking it, jacking it, whackity whack. Wait, so milk tossing is where your wife belts you to a bed and eats your butthole, right? And you cry <laughs> a lot. <laughs> no way off. I can't even come up with anything to say to that. <laughs> I'm tough. Oh, was the end to cry a lot part? <laughs> oh shit, that broke me. Oh, well, it's either that or you uh, give her the old two percent. You know, where you open up your pants like the front of a milk cotton, and you just take two percent of your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Just the tip, baby. My vacation was taking Zoe to two amusement parks. We went to the Crayola Experience outside of Philadelphia, and then we drove to Hershey Park. I don't like amusement parks. Big shocker, me, Mr. Excitement. <laughs> Doesn't like amusement parks, but I was completely ready to take one for the team and just be the guy who holds the stuff while my daughter does things. Because um, if you have a wife that likes to over-prepare, 
you're going to have a giant backpack, a wagon, you name it, to cover any possibility of what could happen while you're at an amusement park. And uh, Crail Experience was indoors. A lot of fun, but very expensive. So it's just like shit you could get anywhere. Crayons mm-hmm. were like eight times the price because you're paying for the experience. And your kid's so happy, you just plan to spend a lot of money and just, just swallow it. You know, it's like, ah, whatever. It costs a lot, but she's happy. Right. I'll, I'll deal with it. I save for this. It's fine. Um, but then, because I'm not interacting with anything, I just start to people watch. Because I'm just, like, literally standing there holding bags in a wagon or whatever. And there's just all kinds of fucking weirdos at these places. <laughs> and then I, I'm going to bounce all over with the, this story. And then I'm going to ask everybody's opinion on amusement parks. But... I read all kinds of crazy people. The I don't believe in deodorant guy. Uh. So my father-in-law blew his nose out with COVID. He can't smell anything. My wife had the sniffles, but this guy was, he smelled like Indian food. Like pungent. The whole fucking building smelled like him. And then the closer you got, you were like, Christ, this is the guy. And he's just oblivious to the fact of like how rank he smelled. But again, it was just like, all right, I'm not going to hear, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. Uh, and then you get to Hershey Park, and it was just like outdoors, it was hot, it was muggy, and there was just more crazy people. But something that I saw, and I want to ask your guys' opinion on this, we collect toys, we like comic books, we like superhero stuff, we're big man children. How is it that we're bothered by somebody who's wearing full-on Nerf tactical gear out in public that clearly <laughs> was a functioning adult? There was no autism involved. They were just like, I'm here prepared for a Nerf battle just in case. <laughs> and I look agitated enough or nobody's going to fucking bother me about my vest with like a Nerf bandolier. And, like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. It's like, why am I judging this guy? Because I'm wearing Batman underwear. And all I'm thinking about this vacation is sneaking off to buy toys. But clearly, I saw it, and I was like, this fucking guy. Like, where's that line? I would like to know what happened in his life that that is a valid outfit. Um, it's making me question, like, does he have friends who just jump him constantly? Like, is there just roving nerf battles that we don't know about? Like, is he part of like the dangerous game nerf edition? Like, He had a tactical vest, pockets with nerf bullets. He had everything but the gun. Cause clearly they wouldn't let him in with a gun. He had a <laughs> that, helmet that, you know, of it may have been stowed somewhere. Maybe one of those little tiny ones where you pull the clicker back. He had, he got it helmet. in his butt. Yeah, the taint, the taint surprise. He had a helmet with a visor that went over his eyes, like some sort of scope. And he was with his mother, <laughs> who was okay. buying him shit. And it was just like his mother must cry herself to sleep every night. All right, so now I'm now I'm re-questioning the autism thing. Because <laughs> he wasn't like he was just. I was watching him enough because that's what I was thinking. Like I was like, okay, this guy's on the spectrum. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm not going to make a big deal about this, but he wasn't. He was there was a big section of people at these amusement parks that were like adults taking the fun away from kids because they love amusement parks, sort of like the adults that go to Disney. Oh, yeah. 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 
You know what yep. I mean? Josh knows those well. <laughs> but they were at uh, Hershey Park and Crail Experience. And it was just like, holy shit, these people are like, I think what it was bothering me is that I am a nerd, but I put kids first. So if yeah. I'm at a toy store, I mean, I know Ruth is different. She'll beat a kid up. But if a little kid's like, <laughs> I want that He-Man guy, or like, I want whatever I'm about to buy, the kid gets it. I, I feel like kids should have the fun. We should have the fun secondary. See, now, I, I definitely agree with you there. And and there are times where I'll, I'll point, point blank be like, yeah, I saw something I wanted. But like, you know, kid got to it first and clearly wanted it. Yeah. And she was like, did you trip him? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I let the kid have it. And she's like, do you want to go track him down and take it from him? The, the only time that that happened to me, like, in recent years, I'm trying to remember which Transformer it was. It was one of the Transformers from Siege. And I went to Target looking for him, and I found him. But it was a dad and his son. And the son was, like, all excited holding it. I'm like, yeah, I ain't even going <laughs> to. I ain't even going to be upset about this. And I ended up, I, I, I know I got the figure. I want to say I ordered him online. But, yeah, I mean, if you see a kid with the toy you're looking for and they're happy to have it, you just smile and nod. Like, you know, yay, the, the next generation is playing with toys. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah, I remember I remember years and years ago, uh, I might have even told this story, but the, the Power of the Force collection, when, yep. when that was going on, and the uh, Shadows of the Empire figures came out. And I was so excited to go get them. And I was holding them in my hand and like a dad and his son rounded the corner and the kid was like, oh, he's he's got them. And like they were the only ones. And I just set him back down. I was like, oh, I was just looking at him. Here you go. And I walked away, even though I wanted to buy him. I was like, no, this kid wants to buy him. Yeah, you did the right thing. And oh, don't absolutely. be an adult that's taking up space for kids at an amusement park because you've got to get your picture taken next to a talking candy bar. <laughs> Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need your picture of fucking Mickey Mouse. You're 35. Right. Let that other kid get a hug for a princess. You're fucking weird. And it's like, <laughs> you're 17 to 25, freaking out at a crayon factory that's for little kids. And you're yeah. wearing Nerf tactical gear. Josh, I now have I now have the marker music in my head. Yeah, it's other fun shit that I saw people watching. There was a family who their uh Hershey Park has a water park. Mm-hmm that it's all one ticket and you go in and I don't think they knew that there was a water park and the kid wanted to go in the water park. And the parents are one of those, like, whatever, I don't give a fuck parents. And they just went and got beers and let their kid go in the water park. And the kid just decided to get butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) So I was on water park detail. That was like, my wife was like, I'm not going to the fucking water park. You're going to the water park. And Zoe goes in the water park. And I was like, all right, fine. So I was kind of just giving her space, keeping my distance. And I don't know where this kid just runs in. Free balling it like butt naked, like woohoo! And I, everybody <laughs> in the park was like, "What do we do?" And the kids didn't give a shit, right? But all the adults were like, "I'm not going near him." <laughs> like I'm not touching this kid. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not and something I, you want to do. And all the parents were just trying to get their kids' attention, like, "Come on, you're getting out of there. You're getting out <laughs> of the water park right now." 
and eventually they just like left the kid in there alone until the parents were like, oh, so sorry. <laughs> Junior just got naked in the water park. <laughs> um, <sighs> so I don't like standing outside in the heat. And I don't like rides that drop you or spin you around. Which is like the bulk of amusement park rides. Right. So like a Tilt-A-Whirl or a like, hey, try this ride that's going to shoot you five miles in the sky and then drop you to your death. That's not fun for me. That's terrifying. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know why people love that shit. It's just like, no, no, thanks. Uh, what do you guys think about amusement parks? I, I love ahead. them. I, I think I'm, I'm probably the odd man out here because I'm, I'm the one that's going to go into the amusement park and be like, I'm going to try that ride and that ride and that ride. And, ooh, I want to try that spinny death wheel. You know, I, I love roller coasters. Um, I I love general thrill rides. I love being spun around. I do not like Ferris wheels. Too high? Uh, you know, it's the fact that it's so high and it just, like, moves you at a fucking snail's pace. Yeah. It's just like, let's go on a meandering journey high. Now... <laughs> The drop ride, when it gets about to, like, the peak height, that's about the point where I'm like, too high, too high, too high, drop. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I hate that, like, let's load this Ferris wheel for an hour and then spin you around once until you get off again. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's how's that fun? I, I don't like, yeah, I don't like being suspended up that high uh, for that long, that slowly. See, now... When I was younger, like even into my 20s, I absolutely loved amusement park rides like any ride. There was no ride that I was just like, no, I won't go on that. I wasn't crazy about water parks because, again, heavier dude, uh, nothing to really strap you in. There's a, a risk you're going over the edge. <laughs> like, you're moving a little too fast. You're, yeah, it's it's scary. So I'm not a big fan of the the water rides usually, but roller coasters, the spinny rides, you know, the, the freaking devil's hole, the the roton, all or roton. What am I saying? The rotor. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing You're just rotor. off your favorite He-Man vehicles. <laughs> but the no, Spider. Because <laughs> Road was, Ripper. Fantasy Island had the was it the rotor and then yep. or no Fantasy Island had the devil's hole and then Darien Lake had the rotor or something like that. Whatever the spinny ride was that was like devil's hole. Um, yeah, devil's hole. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and that's a whole new meaning now. Um, but yeah, I freaking loved those rides when I was younger. As I've gotten older and fatter, I don't like these rides so much. There's two reasons. Number one, these ain't made for big people. So if you try to suck your gut in and get clamped down in a roller coaster, it's uncomfortable. So it's just, it's not fun. Also, those fun centrifugal force rides that I loved when I was younger... As a big dude, you got way too much mass to shift around, and it's not fun anymore. Like, I went on the the new and improved "quote unquote" Devil's Hole uh, when Fantasy before Fantasy Island closed, and it was me and my two nephews and Caleb, and we like my nephews and Caleb freaking loved it, and I was the only adult that would go on with them, so I had to keep going on over and over and over. we went on like fourteen times. And every single time I could feel my face like leaving my skull, <laughs> just like connecting to the cushion behind me and just, you know, my gut kind of wrapping around the sides. I was like, oh, God, I'm turning into the blob. I don't like this. So, uh, see, uh, cool. 
we we definitely there's uh there's a six flags in uh i think i think it's dallas mm-hmm. uh it's it's relatively close all things considered but uh we definitely we've talked about going to that but even more locally like twice a year there's a carnival uh was like five minutes from where we used to live so it's like 15 minutes from us now mm. um yeah and there's just randomly this carnival in what's normally an empty lot uh and every time the carnival's up we'll be like okay when we go into the carnival and we'll hit all the rides mm-hmm. uh with the exception of like the ferris wheel and you know there's one uh you know the big uh spinning swings at darien lake oh yeah yeah um there's a ride like that at the carnival that i do not like uh it's like those swings but it extends up twice as high. Oh, yeah. So that's so, all of them now, and they drop. And then it's built by carnies. So I'm yeah. not a fan of just like being in that flimsy little swing seat uh, that far up in the air. Uh, that is one of my few exceptions of rides uh, other than a Ferris wheel where I'm like, nope, not going to ride that. So do we all have an experience at an amusement park where something has broken down in front of us? Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> those those swings that you're talking about again, Fantasy Island. I've had two at Fantasy Island that were freaky. Uh, one was that swing set. I was actually in the ride for the for the Wild Cat at the time. It was the Wild Cat that it became the Wild Mouse again. Whatever the little roller coaster and the the yo yo. The swing set was right next to it, and it's going around and around. And thank God it was an empty seat, but one of the seats popped off. Oh, and like they closed the whole ride down and all that. Like no one got hurt, but it was like holy shit, what if you were in that seat? <laughs> like, the chain snapped. Were you, uh... Did you did you regularly go to the Peach Festival? No. I've, I have gone, but I've not regularly. Uh, there was a year that there was a random power outage at the Peach Festival. Oh. Um, my sister and I were on the Kamikaze. Oh, no. We were, uh, power went out and we were frozen. Like, you know, it wasn't upside down by any means, but it was like the bars were essentially horizontal. Mm -hmm. So we were just like our backs to the ground facing the sky for like 10 to 15 minutes. I actually have a similar one to that, but I was upside down. The salt and pepper shaker. Oh, good. Yep, I was just going to say it. I still love that ride. Yep. Well, it's like the salt and pepper shaker. Me and my brother, it was the Sacred Heart Carnival when they used to do that in the Summit Park Mall parking lot. Oh, yeah. Um, way back in like the early 90s. It was like the, the late 80s to like 93. Um, me and my brother were on the salt and pepper shaker and it got stuck because it was like on its way up. And you know how they would load people in on the other cart yep. and then they would like they would keep them going. Well, the one cart was down, our cart was upside down when they paused it. And, you know, they would pause usually for like 30 seconds. You know, they'd get some people on, get some people off and then keep it going. It wasn't like a crazy long time. We got stuck there for like 15 minutes because something went wrong. So we just just looked like mosquitoes that had eaten too much. Like all the blood was going to our head. We're like, this sucks. Never went on it again after that. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that that would be enough to turn me off. Yeah, never rode that again. <laughs> oh man, I was actually like, how can you be excited by <laughs> any of the like Darien Lake, right? Where people like two or three people die a year. Yeah. 
Well, did I ever tell you the story about how I could have died at Darien Lake? No. <laughs> so I was on the Predator. This I was about 14. I was on the Predator with my buddy Nick. And uh, as we're going up the hill, my bar comes unlocked. Oh, God. And we're both pushing it down. Like, we're ramming it down as, as far as we can. And it's not locking. So I'm screaming for them to stop the ride. They couldn't hear me, obviously. People are turning and looking. They see, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, holy crap. So Nick's holding down on the bar. I had wrapped my arm around the bar that's on the seat in front of me. Like how they have the the seat, the handlebars you hold on to. Mm-hmm. I, like, locked my elbow in there and was just feet under the seat in front of me screaming, like, praying that I wasn't going to die. And when we went down that first drop, I literally left my seat. Like, Ooh, my whole oh. body lifted up. And I was crying. Like, I was terrified. Every drop, I thought I was going to die. When we got, like, finally came around the bend, and that's when everyone realized, holy shit, something went wrong. Um, you know, I was freaking, I was a mess. Like I was just bawling, like terrified. They shut the ride down for the rest of the day, trying to fix it. I never rode the predator again. And that was my favorite roller coaster there for the longest time. And after that experience, I've never been on another wooden roller coaster. (laughs) Man, wooden roller coasters, uh, with one exception, always gave me a headache. They were just too shaky, uh, except for the comet. Mm-hmm. And I mean the comet at Coney Island. Oh, okay. See, I was thinking the comet from Crystal Beach. Uh, my sister has ridden that comet, and I, I never went to Crystal Beach, unfortunately. But, oh. uh, but yeah, no, the the. Oh no, I'm sorry. I I think I was thinking about my sister talking about the comet. The cyclone is at Coney Island. Ah. Uh, yeah, the Coney Island cyclone, uh, and that is that's a hell of a cool roller coaster. See, I, I probably would love that because I used to love the wooden roller coasters. But, yeah, the Predator kind of scarred me. It's <laughs> like, I almost died on this. I'm not going on anymore. How big They're is all, Coney Islands? Uh, they expanded it not long before I left. But, you know, post-COVID, I have no idea. Oh, OK. But, uh, but yeah, no, they, they had expanded it by a few blocks uh, not long before I left. And they had added, actually, two new roller coasters, one of which was fucking amazing it was called the soaring eagle Mm -hmm. and it like you got into like the cage and you were strapped in really securely and then you went horizontal like you were flying like an eagle nice oh man it's so fun yeah that that they had uh, something like that at hershey park there was one at canada's wonderland that i used to friggin love it was one where you stand up yes uh, oh that one was so much you had like the it like spiraled down like that was that was a lot of fun. But my one of my all time favorite roller coasters is actually uh, Dragon's Mountain at uh, Marine. Was it Marine World or Marine Land Marine in Land. Canada? Oh, yeah, Marine shit. Land. That, you know, that for as crappy as Marine Land is, that coaster made it worth it. Oh, that coaster was awesome. <laughs> did, did I ever tell you guys the story of the, the Amish family at Marine Land? No. <laughs> so. Me and my brother, it was, God, he, one of the times he had come back from when he was, like, first in the military, and he'd come back home to visit. We all went to Marine Land for the day, and me and him were running around on all the different rides, and we got in that one. It's, like, the Viking ship where, like, everybody faces each other. There's, like, the middle divider, and then everyone on either side is facing each other, and you just kind of spin around. You don't go upside down. It's just kind yep. of, like, one of those rides that brings you up and then drops you down the other side. Well, it was me and my brother... 
and like a handful of kids on the left side and just this Amish family on the other <laughs> side. So like, first of all, we we're like, I, okay, Amish people at an amusement park. This is interesting. It was like a dad, a mom and like four kids. Their expressions never changed except their eyes got wider when they would drop. Like they never made a sound. They didn't say we, they didn't throw, they just stone face. We go up when we drop their eyes would get bigger. And then they'd go back to normal. And then we drop again, their eyes would get bigger. We couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like, it was the funniest freaking thing. It's like, they're not excited, but they are. I don't know what's happening. It was. Oh, man. So, amusement parks. You know what I like? Food at amusement parks. Everything is oversized and expensive. And uh, What do you guys like about, do you like being outside in the heat and the humidity? For long periods of time, just to ride a nope. ride the last two minutes. No, you know my answer to that. He's you just a like lay in a hot blacktop and <laughs> bask like a reptile. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm all about that. See, I was also the the one like, in, especially in my early twenties, I would go in more in the evening, um, so it wasn't as bad. Because Darien Lake used to be open for a, like they were what eleven o'clock at night or something like that. Yeah, it was crazy. They opened for a long time. So, like, we would go, we'd drive up there at, like, 5. So, you know, we it, it wasn't super hot out. Amusement parks. I thought there'd be a longer discussion about this, but that's okay, because we're running late because of Comic-Con. <laughs> oh, Comic-Con. But you know what that is a perfect segue for? Milkland. Milkland. Buckle up, everybody. We have one last final message. From the masterminds behind Milkland, your dairy overlords, Global Milk 3000. Get your Dakota ring, and we'll be right back. Hey, kids! Hey, kids! Kids! Hey! 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 Kids! Kids! Hey! That's right! That's what you're going to sound like in the backseat when you want to go to Milkland this summer. And you can try all our amazing Milkland snack bars. That's right. At Milkland, you can get milk in every percent. You can get 1%, 2%, 3%, whole milk, half and half, heavy cream, milk, milk as far as the eye can see. What's better to drink right after you've gotten off of a head-spinning roller coaster or one of those spinny rides that makes your stomach drop? Milk, that's what you want. Oh, you say you don't want milk? Well, maybe you shouldn't have come to fucking Milkland, you jackass. Because we've got milk. Enough milk to shake a stick at. Because everybody wants to shake sticks at milk. Come on down. Drink some milk. Get on a ride. But don't you dare puke, because we'll kick your ass out. Milkland, where you can get all kinds of milk at our snack bar. Don't want liquid milk? Get solid milk. Powdered milk. Cubed milk. Global Milk 3000. They're all available at Milkland. Come on down and get milky, you fucks. <laughs> I want to get milky. That'd be a great t-shirt. Get milky. Global Milk 3000. <laughs> get milky, you fucks. You know what was funny about Hershey Park? There was two parks. There's Chocolate World. And then there's Hershey Park. So you go to Hershey Park, it's all the amusement park rides. No no chocolate. You think that, like, each food stand would be, like, get candy bars and Reese's peanut butter cups and all that shit? None of it. 
you had to go buy a separate ticket to Chocolate World. Chocolate World is like an interactive make your own peanut butter cup, make your own candy bar. Remember I sent you guys all those pictures? Mm-hmm. Then in there, they give you more chocolate than you know what to fucking do with. And now I swear to God, if I eat another piece of chocolate, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> because if you ever get a peanut butter cup that says a popcorn bucket, in your mind you're thinking this is the greatest thing ever, but be careful what you wish for. Because you'll just be burping up peanut butter vomit for weeks. And I made the mistake of putting bacon in mine, which is a bad idea, because it was like raw pieces of bacon. Oh, oh God. Uh, like salad bar bacon. Like Pizza Hut salad bar bacon in a peanut butter cup. Just bleh. Uh, you guys ready for the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike, big slamu won. Congratulations. Hey. All right. Uh, everybody loves those street sharks. Because of that, you get to go first. Well, I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, do you guys remember EnterTech from the 80s? Uh, the video game system? No, it was a, it was a, a company that made squirt guns. Ooh, oh, I don't, but I'm I know where you're going. Okay. EnterTech made a line of motorized squirt guns that looked like real guns. Um, particularly the the one I'm thinking of, it was uh, I want to say the Waterhawk. It was a it was a Tech Nine. And now, as far as '80s guns are concerned. Your, your Mac 10s and your Tech 9s were in every single action film ever. We just saw Snake Plissken using it over in Escape from New York using a Mac 10. Um, so, the, but I had the Tech 9, and I want to say it was called the Waterhawk. That thing was my go-to gun when I when I played guns with my friends. <laughs> like I always had that until eventually me and my brother both got Mac 10s, and then I was dual wielding Mac 10s like Snake Eyes. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, funny story were you guys ever boy scouts yes remember boys life magazine oh god yes, yes. <laughs> so the back of boys life magazine you could get a rambo knife it was like sending proofs of purchases that kind of thing uh-huh. and back in the day i would just go to the gas station get a uh, money order and just order shit without asking permission so I got me and my brother these gigantic Rambo knives that were real sharpened <laughs> commando knives <laughs> in the mail from Boy's Life. And I remember getting it and like my parents got to it before we would. So that was my go to was always like if I get home before they do and I get the mail, they'll never know that we have these gigantic knives that Rambo used to gut Russian soldiers with. Mm-hmm. But my dad got to him first. And he was pissed, but he's also like, don't tell your mother. And we spent the whole day in the backyard, like, throwing him at trees and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. That's amazing. Such an oh, man, yeah, it is. Like, an eight-year-old can, in the mail, get, like, a Bowie knife. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, um, yeah, back then, I mean, even our toys looked realistic. Like I said, if, if look up Entertech squirt guns and like these things looked real before they put the orange caps on them i uh i used the return of the jedi rebel gun oh yeah that was the carrying case that was like my go-to i love that thing Uh, yeah that was a good one i am going to drop mine quick mike i think you're gonna win again but i wanted the toy biz resident evil zombie oh that's a good one one. i feel like he's been neglected and left out 
Yeah, that's a good one. But I don't know. I've got some. I've got some big guns this week. I've got some. I've got. I'm going with with a forgotten classic here. Okay. And I'm gonna have to send you guys a picture just in case you don't know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm going to nominate the Burger King Kids Meal Ninja Turtles Shredder View Screen. Motherfucker! Oh, I love that thing. That was my go-to screen for Shredder to communicate with Krang. Yep. Like, anywhere I built a villain base, I would put that in, and that way Shredder could talk to Krang. Yep. I have such fun memories of those. I had um, the Turtle Communicator, too. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a friend growing up. His dad was the regional manager for Burger King. And he always had tons and tons and tons of the prizes because the dad would just take them. So nice. I always had, while I was friends with him, uh, the the prizes from Burger King. Oh, so that's like if awesome. I, if I couldn't find him, I'd go to him and be like, do you happen to have a turtle communicator? And he'd be like, yeah, of course. And I remember I got some of, I think it was him, helped me get the Barnyard Commandos from Burger nice. King as well. Um, God damn it, that thing's awesome. I love it because it opened up like... Uh, Jambi's cabinet. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God, that thing was the best. Those were some really cool toys back in the day. The, the Ninja Turtle Burger King toys. I love those. Back when Burger King tried. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Now I well, feel like it's only Wendy's that tries. <laughs> um, yeah, you want good prizes? Go to Arby's. They've got the best. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. That's it, guys. We're over. We're done. We've wrapped things up for today. We'll be back next week with more stuff and stuff. I'm going to go eat a tub of cheese. Josh (laughs) is going to go have his solid milk from Milkland. Uh, Mm -mm. Programming notes. Let me look at the calendar. We may not have an episode the week of the 29th because it's like Labor Day. Like Ah. around that time. Um, we'll plan ahead and I'll let you guys know next week for sure. But uh, we will have specials to kind of fill in the holes, so it should be pretty cool. Oh, we'll fill those holes. That's right. We'll fill them with milk. (laughs) Cookie tossing. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, This is Mike saying play with your toys. This is Josh saying stay milky. Don't fill your holes with milk. (laughs) No, fill them. Fill them. Fill them. Fill them to the brim with milk. The clown game at the carnival. <laughs> All right, guys. I will see you later. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Count Creepy dot com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.